Welcome to Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kelly. Hope everybody's having a great week and I uh, really do appreciate everybody who's reached out. Continue to do it. If you're listening right now, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. Send me a direct message. If we're not connected, send me a connection request. Let's connect and we'll be able to interact with each other and I can try to help you any way that I can uh, perform better, learn more in the sales world, no matter what type of sales you are in. If you are in outside sales, shoot, I've I spent time in the retail uh, service industry even that industry spent a lot of time, have a lot of experience and uh, can share a lot of different ideas. So reach out to me. If not, just download the episode, share it with like-minded individuals. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. You don't want to miss an episode. This is a free sales education and I'm doing it every single day. I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast earlier this week, I can't remember who the guest was, but he said that according to all of the different podcasting hosting sites, there are only 130,000 podcasts still actively pushing one episode per week. And I'm patting myself on the back right now because I do five episodes a week. I turn on this mic and I do five episodes a week and I'm lining up more guests right now. I've got probably 15 guests lined up that we're trying to work out our schedules so that we're going to have a May, June, July chock full of uh, very smart people in the sales world that are going to drop their knowledge and their wisdom onto you, the audience. And so it's pretty wild to think that I'm of, of the entire world, one of 130,000. So just to show you how possible big grand things are a couple of years ago, I think they were averaging like something crazy, like 15,000 or 20,000 new podcasts a month in 2020 during the pandemic. Because everybody was at home and everybody wanted to do a podcast. But I thought that was absolutely wild. And one of the reasons why is because I have people that will email me and reach out to me. And it keeps me going when sometimes I feel as if I'm just staring into the camera and I'm talking into a microphone and I'm just wondering who's on the other end listening. And I know that hundreds of people are every single day. So thank you so much. Um, I really do appreciate it. I want to, you know, get to the thousands per day. Um, but I know, hey, first you have to be able to crawl before you can walk, before you can run uh, or jog, before you can run, before you can sprint. So there is a progression in everything. And I'm okay with that because I'm all about the process. So um, talking to other people in the sales world it takes about four or 500 episodes for an episode in the sales genre, you know, I'm not talking about salacious topics. I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm not talking about partying. I'm not talking politics. Those things will draw audiences a lot faster, but sales is extremely dry. The only people that are really going to listen to sales podcasts are people in sales. Um, you know, people that are in accounting are not going to listen to sales, but you don't have to be into some of those other types of podcasts to find entertainment. So people will do that. Um, so I think I just want to say thank you to everybody again. And I, I'll continue to say thank you to everybody who reaches out, listen, listens to the podcast. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. On with the episode today. So I'm going to tear down one of the biggest false myths in sales. And that is the sacred ABC always be closing. Okay. The ABC always be closing. If you want to know a very famous reference to that, it is Alec Baldwin in Glengarry Glen Ross. 
you can go to YouTube uh, after the episode and just Google ABC Glengarry Glen Ross. And the thought process is if you haven't heard ABC, ABC stands for always be closing. And that was kind of the mantra of the 80s, 90s, aught decade. Always be closing. Always be closing. Coffee is for closers. Closers, closers, closers. You see a lot of sales gurus out there. They always talk about closing, and which is great. I think that's fantastic. I think a lot of it is hot garbage because none of it is transferable across all industries. They're super specific. The way you close somebody in one industry will get you ejected from the the business meeting in another. And so this whole mentality of always be closing is this ABC. It's a dinosaur. It's gone. It's not coming back. And what you have to understand is the ABCs back in the past, you could sell somebody and you could get over on somebody and you would never see them again. And there was no recourse, no repercussions whatsoever. So if you sold somebody a bad car, if you sold somebody a plot of land, or you sold somebody any, you sold somebody anything, and it was hot garbage, there was no recourse. You could just disappear. In fact, there's a say, an old saying, a snake oil salesman. Uh, back in the day, these fake medical gurus, it's funny, they've been around forever, but these fake medical gurus would go on wagons from town to town in the 1800s and maybe the early 1900s as well, but uh, think of like Wild West. And they would say they have all these potions that they've just gotten from the Orient, which at the time, or it's now, I guess, uh, the Asian continents. But they'd say, oh, we just came from the Orient. you know. And back then it was very mysterious that they came from the Orient and they must work you know, because, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's very mystical and has powers. So they would tell everybody that they had this snake oil that would cure everything. And you just had to use it for a long enough period of time. And it was going to heal every type of ailment that that person had. Well, you can imagine it didn't at all. And so these people kind of got screwed over. So the phrase snake oil salesman is not something that you want to be called, but that's kind of what these people were back in the eighties, nineties, you know, selling things. And, you know, there was a lot of bullying. There was a lot of brow beating. There was a lot of name calling, you know, and, um, you can't get away with that today in 2023. Shoot. I don't think you could have gotten away with that almost 10 years ago. The, the market has completely changed. I mean, right on people's phones, they can hit Google and they can look up reviews. They can look up product pricing. You can't get over on people in 2023, nor should you. But the point is you can't get over on people. All right. So you have to be able to back up what you're saying and you have to be able to stand behind it. And really, if you have the right type of process, the close will be self-evident. And by the end, the person's going to realize, I have to do business with Mike. I have to. And I haven't even asked for the business yet. What I do is I just set it up with the proper framing, using the proper frameworks. And one of the frameworks that I do love, I've talked about, is the um, PPF method framework. And that is the post or past, present, future framework. So everything that I discuss talks about 
the past, the present, and the future. So discussing and, and dredging up what has come from the past, it brings a lot of sometimes pain, heartache, frustration, anger, a lot of negative emotions, the current state. So if they're if the past state has these negative emotions and the current state, they still have these emotions. What becomes self-evident is if they continue on this path, they're going to have the same in the future, except if I can say there's going to be a stop to this anger, this angst, this pain, this frustration, I can end it. And this is how, and then you guide them to the future. That leading people, not taking from people is the future. ABC of the ABCs of, or the ABC always be closing of sales is dead. We should have had a funeral for it years ago. But yet, when I look on LinkedIn, it pains me, especially to see some quote unquote, you know, master gurus that have 130,000 followers and they're putting out hot garbage about closing. And it's, Look, I, I believe cream always rises to the top and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to out anybody by name, but you probably are going to look around and be like, I wonder who Mike's talking about. And look, the, the point of bringing this up is not to call anybody out. It's just for you to understand that even though somebody has a big following, their messaging could be absolute I mean, horseshit. Let's be honest. It could be horseshit. And I'm here to tell you straight up, I've always been honest with this audience. Um, forcing a close on somebody is probably the dumbest thing you can possibly do. And you might get a sale to that person, but that person is never going to become a referral. And you don't know who that person knows. The goal is not to sell one person. The goal is to turn one person into many. It's to sell that person and do such a great job that they have the potential to multiply and become an advocate who will start pulling people to you and selling people on your product or service to others. And then you start taking orders with the help of people that have already bought product from you before. If you're just trying to go out and you're just trying to close people, you're going to spend your entire career chasing after prospects. Instead of building strong relationships with, with customers that trust you and then having them pull other people towards you and do all the heavy lifting for you. That's the goal. And the only way to build that is to not be a pushy, aggressive salesperson and not to have the mindset when you meet somebody, I have to close them. I'm going to give you a scenario, okay? Now, I'll be honest. This scenario has not happened to me yet. But it's a possibility. Just because it hasn't happened to me yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And that possibility is you pitch somebody, for lack of a better term. I don't like the term, but for lack of a better term, you pitch somebody. And it's really not a good fit, you know, product market fit, product um, client fit. It's not the right time. You know, timing has to be there. Budget has to be there. The mindset has to be there. They have to be ready, willing, and able to take on your product or service. But 
they might know 10 to 15 people who could benefit. Now, you can go on the one hand and you can try to ram something down their throat and you might get a sale. But they're not going to refer those other people. But they can refer those other people. And look what you've just done. You've just multiplied your efforts. And then when the timing is right, that's when they want to make a move. There have been times in the past where I've been pitched something and the timing was completely off. And then six, nine months down the road, I give that that sales rep a call and I was like, hey, I think it's time. And they get all excited because it comes out of nowhere. Well, no, it didn't come out of nowhere. You did a good job framing the product, discovering my needs and discussing how your product or service can work. I just didn't have the bandwidth. I didn't have the room. I didn't have the time to add something into my tech stack. But now I do. So you never know when somebody is going to want to do business with you. And the ABC closing, those kind of gurus of the world, their ideas are living in the past. And that's where they need to stay. Because the future of sales is not about forcing somebody to close. It's not having a closer's mindset. The present and future of sales is doing the best possible job of discovering and uncovering the headaches and problems that your prospects face on a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly, et cetera. And how does your product or service make their life easier? The results come faster with less headache and less stress and less pressure of them having to do it on their own without you. Those are the three things you should be focusing on. And that's all you should be talking about. Not just trying to get them to sign on the dotted line. Yeah, that's great. I love when people sign on the dotted line. That's the goal, but that's not really the goal. And I know it sounds weird. That's the goal, but it's not the goal. The goal is not to force them to sign anything. The goal is to allow them to come up with the decision themselves. That is the future of selling. Those who can master that specific art are going to be the ones on top of the leaderboards, on stages, making the most commission dollars, living their best lives. So if you're doing the ABC right now, it's okay. You have time to pivot. You have time to change. Just start really trying to find the problems that people are having and try to be a solution. That's it. You do that, you're going to be a you're successful. All right, that's all I got today. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, any questions, you can reach out to me, michaelkelly.com slash connect. And uh, that's it. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of their, uh, their week. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. It's Reving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.